I needed to move out of that position and into a different position. And it wasn't the job, same organisation, but it wasn't the job that I'd hoped it would be. And I truly began to lose myself. So I doubted everything that I was doing, that I was experiencing who I was and experiencing emotions that I'd never experienced in my life. Welcome, I'm Peter Williams, and for the past 10 years, I've been connecting with thousands of people from the stage and online to help them discover the importance of spiritual and energetic practices so they can thrive with confidence, clarity, and purpose. It is time to awaken your connection, align with your soul, and achieve your own inner power right here on the Inner Power Podcast. And welcome back. And obviously, I've been joined by the beautiful M here today. And I have to admit, I actually owe quite a bit to this lovely lady because you were the one that reached out to me. I was. <laughs> Universe, right time. Look, it, oh, talk about like the, the, the energy, the manifesting. And I love this. Like, uh, you know, so everyone, like, if you're listening and tuning in, you're watching. Strap yourselves in. Get a good cup of coffee. Uh, <laughs> this is going to go left, right, center, up and down, upside down. So bear with us because we just we we can chat for hours. But it's really interesting because there's there's going to be a lot in here, and hopefully you'll um you'll be able to take a, a quite a bit from this episode and learn a lot. I love this because M prompted and reached out, and what it was, it was a beautiful nudge and sign from universe from me because I have to admit I was sitting on <laughs> some sitting ideas. On <laughs> yeah, I was sitting on some ideas and, and whatever else. And I think like anybody else, you do going, oh, is it going to be good enough? Or is it going to be something that people want? Or, you know, you, you do go through the, the what ifs. Sure. But I have to admit, and I haven't told you this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued. Um, <laughs> no, it's just it's, it's like what's interesting is that, you know, when you sent that email, mm. And when it hit the inbox, I literally went <laughs> like this. And I, it like Sandra saw me, you know, my assistant, she's in the chair. So, and she's like, what? <laughs> and, and I was like, you need to read this. And she's like, she read it. She's like, no way. Because we were literally talking about it, like not like, I don't know how long before, I can't remember now, but I know it was like really hot off the press kind of conversation. And then that email just slides Slides right in in. and I'm just going. She's in my head. And I just. What the heck? Yo, look, it was great. But then the weird part was for me, I was like, I'm I'm looking up going, oh, come on. You know, (laughs) it was just that whole moment. But, you know, and so what that's relating to is obviously having a go at and obviously creating the accelerator program, which I'm happy to say, like I said, you were. A real push wow. and a real inspiration to kind of get it going. And we're going to have a real good discussion about the journey and obviously for you as well. So Beautiful. getting into this and what's, where where have you been? Where do you come from? What was the push? What was the reason for this email? Walk us through that. Oh. Because I still actually don't know. I didn't really get to that point. <laughs> That's a really good question, Pete. I think, you know, my prior experiences you know, like many of us, we've gone through the pandemic or, you know, some of us still believe in we're in the pandemic to, to a certain extent. And for me, I've always been in the helping area. So 
even as a kid in school, you know, I was the agony aunt. So I even had my own page in school to to deal with people's relationships. Really strange. Anyhow. What? Yeah, I know. As a kid, like I would have been eight, nine, ten. How old? Eight, nine, nine ten. Nine or ten? Yep, absolutely. And I was known as the agony aunt. So The agony, the agony. Uh, I've never heard that have expression. You not? Must never be very heard. English. No. <laughs> Okay, yep. okay, well, that, that, so, that's the British part. That's the British right. part of me. That's right. So, <laughs> and anyhow, so we, you know, we've been through this pandemic. I've been, you know, very on the ground with the team that I was working with at the time. And I'd got to the stage where I was doing some work for myself, some, some you know, neurolinguistics. So I'd actually started a course in neurolinguistics and have moved into the master's stage. And the guy I was doing this through was talking about having a spiritual coach and was actually saying, oh, you know, I've got this spiritual coach and I connect with them and blah, blah, blah. And I'd got to the stage of thinking, I think I need to do something because I'd moved from one position that I'd been for five years, decided I needed to move out of that position and into a different position. And it wasn't the job, same organization, but it wasn't the job that I'd hoped it would be. And I truly began to lose myself. So I doubted everything that I was doing, that I was experiencing who I was and experiencing emotions that I'd never experienced in my life and would go as far okay, as... Okay, just just be, let's quickly hold up there because uh, yep. emotions that you'd never experienced, can you elaborate? I would love to know what, what you really mean there. Absolutely. So I was experiencing anxiety, overwhelm, complete sort of, I like this real fogginess of who I was. The anxiety would be getting to the stage where I didn't want to look at emails when I was at work, particularly from certain members of, of the team. I would doubt everything and question everything I was doing. And I'm thinking, there's something really not right here. And all the time I kept hearing my trainer in my head saying, spiritual coach, spiritual coach. and you know, I followed you, Pete, since I landed on the Gold Coast in 2015. And oh, wow. There you go, 2015. <laughs> I've been on some lives, like at Facebook Lives, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were the first person that came to mind. And I'm like, okay. I wonder, I just wonder if this is something Pete would do. Hence, you then got the email saying, hey, right, just wondering. Yeah, yeah. And well, it's just, that's yeah. it. Well, that's me. Like, I've got the shirt on, and everybody's saying that, saying that it's, like, it's the spiritual PT shirt. <laughs> you know, I call myself more the spiritual PT rather yep. than the coach. Yep. It's like the personal trainer. That's that's what the PT means, everyone. If you just if you ever if you see me walking around or you see videos and you see spiritual PT, it's personal trainer because it's like it's it's not just coaching. It's it goes a little bit deeper and a bit more than that. But yeah, but uh, so that case, so that's where it kind of came from, and obviously just that prompting in the mind and the memory, kind of talking about that. That's interesting though, because it's like, I love that because I know those experiences where it, you know, it's like a beautiful kind of voice that you know, and you kind of do confide and trust and go, there's something in that. I know that all too well, but it's interesting out of like, obviously what you're going through and that's mean, I love that. And thank you for like sharing, because it's not not easy to recall those kind of moments where obviously high anxiety, you doubt yourself and, you know, overwhelm and that kind of thing. But it's like... When you were doing that, it's interesting, the correlation, I'm just interested, where, 
weird. Like it is. Like even for me, I'm actually genuinely <laughs> curious because all of these particular feelings. Now I've been spiritual my whole life, and I've you know, like as you know, I've adapted since I was you know teenager. But so therefore, the correlation for me would be a little bit different. That's why I'm just trying to understand the mind here. Is like so you're going through all of this. You know, you're having these high, real heightened sense of emotions, but then this thought about like spiritual coach or spiritual, what was the correlation? And when you're thinking this or you're kind of tapping this and even reaching out, right? I don't know. Were you, did you have an, uh, an idea of possibly how like a spiritual angle would help or what, what's, what was happening there? What's the thought process? Look, I, I think for me, it really was about understanding and getting back to who I was because I really felt I was lost. I wasn't the person that I had been, you know, maybe five years ago type thing. And mm-hmm. and I, I relate a lot of things back to my dad. Now, despite a very difficult relationship at times, my dad was always the one that kept me very grounded. And whilst the rest of the family have been amazing, you know, my hubby and the kids and my mum, my dad was always the one that would just call it for what it what it was. And I didn't have him anymore. I mean, I, I lost him. Unfortunately, he died to, to COVID. So it was this it's whole... So it's so sad. Yeah. And it, and it was just this whole case of, holy heck, who do I talk to? <laughs> you know, and probably, it, you know, a lot of the time I do recall, dad, what the hell, wherever you are, sort this out. Right. So potentially <laughs> yep. there was that coming from him as well. This is this is what you need to do. You need to get back to who you are, you know, and, and truly who you are. And so it was knowing that I needed to get out of here, out of the head, and back into, you know, really back into my heart and even into the gut to some extent. And I felt the only way that potentially was to do that was through the spiritual work through with yourself or you know somebody but you know yeah, you were you were my first my first call oh well, thank you <laughs> no very great no, it, it was like i said it was just it, the, it was meant to be the way it was and but i think it was like it was a beautiful thing for me like i said it was very divinely planned i would say because it was i was i knew even myself and i know that you're in this position even leading into all of this like you know when there is you know, like what you're living yep. or what you're doing, it's it's okay. It's nice. It's not necessarily it's not necessarily bad or it's not negative, but you go there's something there's else. something more. There's something more, and I can't put my finger on it. And but whatever else, and that's what I loved about it. When you did reach out, that was where I was at, and I was like, I knew, but I, I, I confess, hand up, I was sitting on it, and uh, good old um, my middle name and my. You know, mm-hmm. procrastination. Uh, <laughs> yes, you know, yeah. Pete, Pete procrastination <laughs> Williams came out to play that day. Yep. But yeah, no. But it was a it was a beautiful thing. And but I'd, I'd love to know too. Like, obviously, you went through. Then this is a big thing because you know I've I've spoken to a lot of people I know, and obviously I've had the privilege of being around and obviously going around a lot of places, talking to a lot of people. And it is a common occurrence. You know, a lot of people are taking a lot of stuff on, and I love that. And I think that's a huge thing for you to recognize to even acknowledge what that thought because that's that's a huge one to start with because so many people just dismiss that but not only that then to act on it that's huge to actually reach out that takes guts yep. and that all that takes a lot of courage and a lot of vulnerability to go i need right. some help yep. yeah yep. it's not okay yep. 
so I think that's a huge thing. And like, I love the fact that you did because it's a huge, huge thing. But to get to that point, mm. because it is, there's a bit of a gap here, mm-hmm. like, you know, and there yep. always is for people. It's not just like, oh, okay, I'll reach out now. It's, it's as you know, it's not that easy. But for our listeners and like people who are kind of maybe still stuck in that original position of where you were of like anxiety, overwhelm, what was, what's the thing? Like, obviously you had the thought, but what were the other things there that were prompting you or kind of pushed you and nudged you to, to make a change or want to make the change? I think a lot of it was down to the fact that I knew this wasn't me. And I knew, I knew I needed more. I needed probably a bit of a kick up the bum to <laughs> to push myself. You know, we call that pro, the spiritual pro, that, bitch that's, slap. That's my. That's the one. I'm good at that. I'm happy to hand them in. <laughs> um, because you know, I I got to that stage of of just sitting and thinking. There's so much more to life that I can see for me, but if I don't make this move, then when? If not now, when? Mm, good question. And, you know, I, I do tend to be a bit, I am very stubborn. I am get my dad's trait, although my mum will say she's stubborn as well. <laughs> so don't really <laughs> okay. win either way. You got it from way. both sides. You, you definitely you got it there, no? <laughs> yeah, but I'm also, I'm also a rip the band-aid off type person. So I am one of those that, once I'd got, you know, and was having maybe a better day than I had the day before, it was this case of, oh, just fucking do this. Excuse my language, but just. That's okay. We can apologies. get that out of there. Ah, let it, let us all go. We get the beep um, happening later on. Um, this is, this was a case of, you know, you've, you've got to move forward. You cannot allow yourself to sit consistently in your head. You need to get back to being into your heart, finding your true self again, and letting the pain that I was experiencing actually work for me rather than against me. So truly understanding what that pain was and utilizing it as a learning mechanism. Now, that makes a great segue for the next question because I love that you've mentioned that. So it's interesting and it is, it's a powerful thing because I love the message that spirit gave me some time ago. And this is a big one. It's a hard one for people sometimes to understand. And it's the fact that like spirit always said, we don't want you to experience pain. However, it's the only time that you, meaning you in terms of humans, humans yep. will stop and listen. Yep. Absolutely. And it's a powerful, powerful thing because it's we stop like really kind of moving forward and we end up just kind of stopping. But I love the fact that you're saying you wanted to turn this pain more into your power. Now, how did this happen for you? Where did this kind of tick over, especially in like the program that we went through? What, what, was, what was the thing? So we're almost looking at, is, was this a, 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 an aha moment for you and take us through or was there a particular like moment where you're going, that's helped me a lot. Where is that for you? Yeah, the aha moments, and there were multiple of them. I think I realized quite early on that, you know, some of this pain that I was experiencing was the fact that I had lost my dad. I didn't have him to talk to, and I hadn't allowed myself to have the space to recognize, you know, 
him being in the UK when he died, obviously COVID, we couldn't travel. So there was all of that, you know, sort of resonating with itself. But I think, you know, one of the biggest aha moments for me, Pete, was I think it was on session five when I had been making some reference to I'd actually stopped doing a lot of the things that I was doing in essence to move forward and my progression. And I remember you saying, if you don't, you know, let go of work now, hand it over this is stopping you. I remember there being comments in the chat, this is stopping you actually being who you are and what you want to be. That was a massive moment for me of going, holy smokes. Okay. I can still tell it is because you're feeling (laughs) that right now. I'm I'm watching you. I'm watching you. If you listen on the actual podcast, like, you know, Em's really going for the (laughs) upper chest and the lower throat because that's where it all, it's the heart and the communication and aligning those two when we instinctively go for that. But I love that because, but you're now going and, and intuitively reaching for that area. But as in, a, it's, I can see you almost like caressing yes, it. It's, and it's you're not like, like protecting not, it, you know, not. it's, yeah, no, yep. you're not actually, but it's just, I love that because what a beautiful change because you're there going, you know, I, I can see you genuinely in that moment, that recollection of that memory, recalling it and going, oh, and a realisation. Yeah, a definite realisation. And I think, you know, I then had got that fortunate experience of being a crew member and being part of quite a big event that was occurring and spending time with a number of people who all had the same ilk, if you like. You know, we're all of the same design. We all come from that heart space generally, knowing there was no judgment in that space, very much like our little family. And being told every day, you know, people wanted to hug you, people wanted to high five you. And being told every day, you know, I love you, I appreciate you by a crew director. These are all strangers, very much like our little family. We're all strangers. (laughs) And it's like, why is this not happening in in the other world? And that was major. So the two together were really major aha moments for me. And I just remember, you know, somebody grabbing my hands at the end of that particular weekend and saying, what's next? I'm resigning. Boom. That was it. (laughs) And I love that because I can so see you going, no hesitation going, I'm resigning. (laughs) But it's like, and it's interesting, when you actually said that out loud to that like stranger, <laughs> yes. you're like, it isn't it weird how you, sometimes we say that the most really kind of important moments of life to strangers, is, it is a weird thing. But it's like when you said that to the stranger and you, it obviously just rolled off the tongue going, I'm resigning. What were you feeling going through? What was, because that's, I mean, that's a big moment. It was a massive moment. And I just, I felt so, I almost felt like I could float away a bit like a helium balloon. I wanted to laugh. I think I did wow. laugh. <laughs> hey, right. yeah. um, but it was just. We can't, I'm giggling with you now just thinking about it. <laughs> it, was, it was, you know, just this, oh, my God, I'm actually doing this. And, and in my head, I could hear you. This is not helping you. You know, this is stopping you from moving where you want to go. And it was like, no, nah, this, is, this is right. This is the right thing to be doing in the here and now for me. And this is exciting. So. 
now i love that you see let, we go back a couple of months oh. now and <laughs> it was it, it you know let's let, and that's mean let's let's be honest it was far from exciting it was it? far from exciting yep it was because you were in that space. You were going. I don't know what to do. I just know something's not right. I know I need to work at this. And it's it is interesting too because this is. Would you say that before, prior starting the journey, you, like you did say you were lost, but the hard part is too is like when you do feel lost, you don't even know where to begin. Uh, absolutely. It it was, and and as I say, I've never experience these feelings of anxiety, overwhelm to the extent that I did, you know, with anything that's ever gone on in my life previously. So this feeling of lost was just so bizarre. It, it just didn't narrate in my vocabulary. And then it's this whole, well, how do, where do I even start to unpick and unpack? Where's the beginning? I don't know. Is it in the middle somewhere? Do I need to, you know, how do I, how do I almost zoom out to, to be able to be that third eye to, to look back in and, and see what's going on? So yeah, completely. Don't know. Didn't yeah, know. it's almost, I describe it like the, the yarn of wool, you know, it's because it's so like, you know, it's all, and when you see them and go, oh, that's beautifully packaged. And you kind of go, oh, they've done very well. And you, you start to wonder going, how do they loop this like this to make it and still make it all look beautiful right <laughs> and then it's like the when, but with us humans it's like but where's the end you like the, the middle in there like it takes forever to get towards you know um, peeling back the layers but you know we're kind of like an on, like an onion it is it always is um you know or we could take the shrek moment here and go cake why don't people talk about it like cake? <laughs> we can um, cake. Every time we hear the onion, I can't help but to think it's Shrek and the donkey. It's like an onion. No one likes onions. <laughs> they make you cry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we did that. But look, let's face it, it, it is, unfortunately, this work is a bit more like an onion rather than cake because, you know, there's a, there's a few tears along the way. You know, naturally, like, you, you got to that realisation around what you were doing was no longer working for you. It was, you know, wasn't the answer. Was there any other kind of surprises along the way where you're going, I would never have thought this was connecting to, because it's interesting because like you, you're here in the moment of going, I'm feeling lost, anxiety, overwhelmed. And now you're at a point going, I love it because I'm resigning and I feel like a helium <laughs> balloon and I want to laugh and a giggle and you feel weightless. Like the weight had come off you. It was a huge, you know, and even when you said that, it's just like you, you, your, your body language is lovely floated up. Yeah, it was. And I was like, oh, and, you know, but it's interesting. Like, you know, so, you know, getting to that point, but were there any other kind of correlations that you experienced where you're kind of like, wow, I, that kind of surprised me. There's a link in there that I would never have even like anticipated or or being able to, it wouldn't cut into your head. But did you have any of those? I think in the beginning, when we first started working, you know, really connecting in those deep dive moments. So thinking about, you know, really having that head, heart, gut space, and where was it all connecting? To having those moments of really, you know, taking back, going back to your memories, going back to those, whatever that was, that first memory that really sort of hit. And then spending time and thinking, actually, maybe it wasn't that. I think it was further back than that. And recognizing, you know, where my pain point had come from at that stage to, to get me to who I was, you know, at sort of five years ago. So those are hard moments. And, you know, I think we, we all come with this 
amazing belief network that isn't necessarily always ours. And that just trying a bit like the Yana Wall again, it's about trying to untie and unpack yeah. all of that and create something very beautiful from it, <laughs> whatever that looks like. Yeah. It, <laughs> well, it is like realistically, and this is, I mean, this is, this is a big thing that I do talk about with people and we've, we've spoken about it a bit at length as well. And the whole thing is we come in as a blank slate. Yes. Like we do. We've got a blank brain. We've got a blank body, the whole, you know, thing. And then, it just so happens. Then we get things added to us. You know, we're like a really good low cost airline. <laughs> you know, here's your basic package. That's the seat on the airplane. And ours is like, here's your meat suit. When you're born, here's your little package. Here's a little meat suit. All the rest is going to cost you. And, you know, somewhere down the line. But it is a beautiful thing too, because, you know, what you're talking about there is kind of delving into that and acknowledging those things and sometimes going further back is that when you start looking at going is, and what people sometimes misinterpret or don't understand is we are actually making decisions in the moment. This is really, this is trippy. It's hard one. Follow me here, people. Is you'll make decisions about your future in the present based off past experiences. Now, when we really break that down, and as you've discovered, and I remember some of them because you were there going, oh, I didn't realize it's going that back because I remember you had to do it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. You went back about three, three times, times with one of them. Yep. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I didn't realize it's going further back. It's going further back. But it's amazing. And it's, you know, you look, must look back on that and go, wow, like I have been basing a lot of my decisions based off this one moment in my life. Definitely. But what would you say is like, you know, now that you've worked on that, do you feel like you have been given some level of, I don't want to say freedom because it's it's not really, because it's more like an an acceptance, but how would you say like now understanding it, how does it help you? It helps. And and I think it is a sense of freedom to some extent because it is about, for me, it's about understanding that some of those belief patterns and systems, like you say, we arrive in a meat suit and that is it. And then everything else is you know, comes to us from friends, from family, from, you know, the media, from what we, all that sort of stuff. And when you start stripping that back and realizing who you truly are, for me was, it's like this whole, okay, I understand now better who I am. My inner child has revealed herself again, which is just hilarious. (laughs) And I say hilarious because she's a bit of a fruitcake to say the least, but it's also... According to whom? To me, to me. She's a bit... No, no, you don't do it. It's like just say free spirit, I think. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's, it, it's very liberating, I think, is, is a great way of describing it because suddenly it's about recognising who I am, who I want to be moving forward what I can do with the new me moving forward and also the impacts on the relationships that I have, you know, not only sort of generally speaking, but more directly with with Chris and with the boys and how our relationships are completely changed to a lot of extent, even after this very few weeks. Wow, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's it can be pretty I love that. And it's I loved how you said there it's like it's, you know, how it's going to prepare you, like it's prepare your future self and whatever else. So let, let's get in because this, this is this is where I, it, the hard work's the hard work, but it is amazing because once you, like you said, and I think it was a beautiful choice of word, that liberation in, in a sense, because it's like, oh, wow, it is a recognition and then 
it is. It's like it is a bit of a liberation. It's because it's a recognition, and they're moving on from it. And but you take it with you at the same time. So where does this now place your future? With now knowing yourself, now this version of yourself, this kind of you know more free spirited, not the fruitcake, the inner child, <laughs> this free spirit, where, with all the of this, spirit. where so. Take us through because it is, it's a journey and a half and this is why I love it. It's inspiring. You've gone from massive anxiety and overwhelm to, you know, kind of going, this is not me. I don't want to look at emails and then getting to a point that I really don't want to even leave the house and go to work because it's just so overwhelming to now I put my hand up and resigning to a stranger and finding this stuff. So what, what is in store for this new version of M? What is in store? And I think, you know, it is, again, it's about how how I see myself, what I can do, how I can be here to serve others and utilise my skills and really be genuine and authentic, which whilst I've been, like I say, in the helping profession for a number of years, you get that organisational taint to some extent and that possibly stops a lot of authenticity coming out. I see that in practitioners. And so being who I am now, I can be genuine and, and truly authentic with people. What they see is what they will get. They may well get the inner child, that, you know, the free spirit that decides to just... Why not? And why wouldn't you? <laughs> exactly. But I love that because and, you know, I think it's a great point to make because we all, and so many of us, and I know so many of my listeners here too, would all ask to say because we're givers. We are very much the givers. We want to help. We want to be of service to others. And you make a good point because when we do that, but we can become so, like, tainted, like you said, but almost we can be start to fit into the mold of what other people are telling us or expecting us to be, which unfortunately we start to lose ourselves. Or the other way around that look at it is almost like you were saying before is, when you start to fall into that pattern, that's an, a layer being added to your onion and not necessarily a good one because yeah. we learn those things from it. But I think it's a beautiful thing that you've learned to come back to yourself and your authentic self and you're going to show up and be of service to others yeah. in that way. And it, so you should be. And I love it because I love seeing you smile <laughs> like you are now because I know you're excited about it. Your energy is so different. You, you feel so like energized you feel so free in that sense and excited for the future and that's exactly what it was and i have to admit i have absolutely loved working with you oh, over that i can't thank you enough for the email oh, because it's been amazing yeah it, it truly it's been an amazing journey and one i'm truly grateful for i'm you know so grateful to hear that it was the email that sort of pushed you to <laughs> to do this yeah because it's it was it's such a safe and supported arena to have been in and you know we are a little family and that's that for me as i've you know say when when people do connect i think you know rather than oh i'm acquainted to them or i'm a friend of them we are family of of different types you know we might not be blood relatives and all that but generally speaking we do come together and we share some very vulnerable moments and why wouldn't you want those with family and the other thing too is, and it's all helped everybody kind of go take those layers off, start, come back to the extent. And I just love it because you're now going to be that authentic self yes. being out there, helping more people. Honestly, guys, watch this space <laughs> because M is going to start to shine. And if this spiritual PT has got anything to do with it, she definitely will because I'll be watching 
<laughs> making sure that you get yourself out there I'll and doing the job. <laughs> nah, but that's awesome. But uh, again, Em, I just wanted to say thank you so much for taking the time to jump on and walk us through the journey. And again, thank you for being you know open and willing to share the journey because I always find that these journeys are inspirational for others because I know there's other people out there listening that might be going through it. And you know, it is just remember, guys, that there is choices there and you know you can have it i genuinely believe it and just be willing to choose you yes and i think that's a big thing and i love it M. you did you're here and it's gonna be the sky's the limit now the sky's the limit absolutely the sky is the limit oh i love it oh again thank you so much and i loved i loved having the chat with you and i can't wait to work with more with you in the future fantastic looking forward to it pete thank you so much <laughs>